I'm Maria Gold. I'm a singer-songwriter. I write mostly R&B music, but, you know, I dabble. I can do, I feel like I could do multiple genres. Um, and yeah, I'm an Omaha native, but I grew up in Ohio. So I feel like I, that kind of adds a little bit of flavor to, you know, my style. You know, what's funny is, isn't Ohio the state that's like, kind of like the joke? Yeah. Like right now, right like, now. like it's only like in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> it's the new Florida. <laughs> that I think that does kind of give you a perspective that isn't exactly an Omaha perspective. Exactly. I just appreciate um, having a different experience growing up. I feel like every artist has their story and like that's a part of my story because that's it, what sets me apart when it comes to the genre that I work in because even though I work in R&B, like I, I feel like I bring like a different, like more eclectic sound to it. So, and that's, you know, from growing up in, Ohio. <laughs> it's a weird ass place. But even when I was there, I was a weirdo. Like, you know, like the alt black girl. Like, and that's cool. Like, I, I love that I embrace it. Um, and I think that's why I always bring it up because I'm like, I find that cool. You said you have an eclectic taste. So, like, was it, you know, your family members liked a big variety? Was it your friend groups had a big variety? Or was it just you? You're like, I just liked exploring. And what, what were you listening to? Again, bringing it back to where I grew up. Like, all we listened to were the alternative uh, radio stations. Um, so I would hear like Evanescence and Fallout Boy and Avril Lavigne. And, and then on top of that, my mom would be listening to R&B classics like Aaliyah or um, Faith, Faith Evans and Mary J. Blige. So like, that's what I grew up on. And then eventually I just started to mix the two um, when it came to like writing my own music. My cousin, I think I was like 15 or 16 and my cousin was younger than me. He was like maybe 10 and he called me a rock star, but it was like in a derogatory way. And I was like, dang, like, but then I don't know. It just, I just embraced it. Cause I'm like, that's what I know. Like, this is how I write my music. This is, I mean, it's not like super, I don't know. Was, I, I, I don't know. I guess people just started to point out that I was different which I didn't realize until it, it was pointed out to me. But yeah, I just started to embrace it. My mom used to listen to like Shania Twain. So yeah, I feel like my, my family kind of introduced it to me as well. Like different different music outside of um, R&B and like typical black people music. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> BPM. <laughs> That's... Beats for a minute slash black <laughs> I love that actually. That's that's some good merch. Oh my god, you're mm -hmm. right. Has that not been done yet? I don't think so. See, I'm always coming up with stuff. When did you start doing some of your first recordings then? So the first time I remember recording in the studio, I think I was like six or seven. Um, because my stepdad had that, that was his pastime. That was his hobby. Like, and I didn't realize how integrated it was in my childhood until like probably a few years ago. Um, because not to get like too into my childhood trauma, but like, I didn't really like my stepdad growing up, but that is one thing that I can say, like 
he like instilled in me. Like I've always loved music, but for him to pull me in the studio when I'm six years old to do like harmonies on something random, I'm like, that's kind of what sparked me wanting to explore, like getting in the studio, recording my voice and stuff like that. Um, but I started writing when I was nine. I had a friend named Courtney. Um, we went to school together. We lived a few blocks away from each other. I would walk over there after school. We had a, a band called Tubular Luggage. <laughs> so random. Um, we were never a band though. It was just me and Courtney uh, writing songs. <laughs> and um, it's so funny because I still remember our first song. But yeah, so I was nine when we started writing and it whoa, just whoa, never whoa, stopped. Whoa. It never stopped. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? You remember the first song yeah. and you were just going to move right on like <laughs> I wasn't going to ask. Yeah, it was called No Sir. Um, and it, it goes back to my my stepdad because he was like very like militant and he would make us say yes, sir, no, sir and stuff like that, which I hated. Um, and yeah, I, I was it's kind of an angsty song. It's so the the first song we're going to listen to is No Sir by Tubular Suitcases <laughs> or what was it? <laughs> Tubular Luggage. <laughs> the first. The first so our first song today here on Omaha, the Omaha Sound Interview is uh, 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 No Sir by Tubular Luggage. Created in like 2004. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Amazing. Um, but sorry, so go ahead. You, so you you started writing early on and, and then you were saying you, you kept going with yep, it. Yeah, it just continued. Um, and I got really interested in it. Like there's, I always have these times where I feel like I'm going to quit music and something just sparks it all over again. And um I don't know. I was having a hard time pulling out like more creativity in my writing um, around like ninth, 10th grade. And then I had this English teacher, Miss Yidi. I will never forget her. Um, she, you know, we had all the lessons. We had themes and um, short stories, poems, all this. But yeah, when poetry came around, like that was the one for me. Like that's what sparked it all over again. Yeah, so it makes me wonder then, when you're writing, where's that coming from? Are you writing about your own experiences, other people's experiences? Are you are you, are you more writing about ideas mm. on like a on your own, like in a in a in a general sense? Is a little bit of all of that. Like, where, where's your inspiration coming from when you do when you are putting that down? Most of the time, um, my own experiences. Um, I feel like like I'm not a very good liar. So, and and and. That doesn't go to say that like artists are, but I, I think it's cool when people can just like write in general. Like, um, but I, I feel like for me, it usually comes from like a personal um, stance. Um, unless I'm co-writing with someone or, or writing for someone and they can give me their experiences, then I can like, you know, turn a song into their concepts or their ideas. Um, but... I am trying to learn. I'm trying like that's one new thing that I'm trying to like break through in my brain. Like write stories like you can write stories that, that, that don't have to necessarily like line up with what's going on in your life. Like everything doesn't have to be a journal entry, <laughs> Like you know. When, when do you feel like you really started coming into your own as far as uh, your sound, your style, or is that something that you're constantly changing up? 
as far as what it feels like or or do you kind of feel like you've landed in a place where you're like this is Rhea gold like this is my sound mm, i love that question um i i'm always open to evolving like um i don't think i'll ever get to a point where i'm like this is Rhea gold I, i'm always um outgrowing an old shell or or whatever like cocooning and being reborn all the time i feel like all people are and um that kind of goes with like continuing to learn um because i feel like with with music and a lot of other creative things um if you don't continue to learn about your craft or like the new generation that's doing that same thing then you kind of fall you, you can fall behind or or you could just be classic and keep doing your thing but I'm the type of person I switch up my hair every couple weeks I cut my eyebrows off I get a new piercing I I'm always like changing so so is my music personally I know that you've worked with quite a few local artists as well so is that something you're a big fan of is that a big part of what you love about creating is is doing that with other folks like yeah. tell me a little bit about that yeah I love collabing um because I get to like I don't know. I feel like I get to meet artists in a new way um, other than just like listening to their music. Like when I can create something with them, I feel like it just I don't know. It feels like the like it's just like love. Like it's like making a sound baby together, like a sound wave baby together. Like, um, I don't know. I like to express like my love in that way. So tell me a little bit about the tracks we're about to hear. They are not released. Yeah. So so tell me a bit about the the story of, of, of why that is. And, you know, tell me about these songs. Ooh. So the reason I'm playing unreleased music uh, is because I am just over my old music, honestly. Like, and I have so much music right now that is unreleased. Um, but I feel like that's where I'm at right now. And I, I want to share that. Well, one of them I'm going to play, it's like, um, it's a short, shorter song. One day I was watching this documentary on Netflix. The first episode, they used this word steadfast. And I was like, that's a cool word. Like, you know, let me look it up. And like, I, I already knew what it meant, but I wanted to know like the exact definition. So I looked it up and I'm like, I, I want to write a song called steadfast. Like just to remind people to just keep going. Like, you know, so there's that one. And then um, the other song is called Mean. And um, I recently went through a breakup. Of, I was with this person for two years. And um, throughout our whole relationship, they were never mean to me. Like, you know, it was a genuine love and, and a friendship first because we were friends for like 10 years before we dated. Um, but towards the end, they started being mean to me. <laughs> so... Yeah. So like, you know, it comes back around where I said I write about my experiences and that one, that one's featuring Jay Crumb. So and I'm very excited because he was like equally excited that he pretty much stepped into like he's done R&B. He does R&B, but um, it, it was just like a different vibe of R&B for him. He said that to me and um, he was just really excited about getting in that space. And I love being able to bring other artists into my world and like explore something. Uh, break it down, burn it down. Uh, wake me up when it's over. 
It's really short. Um, it, I, I, I was in this era, like I recorded that um, maybe two years ago. And I was in this era where I was just like, I want to create sounds that can be a whole TikTok, like be the length of a whole TikTok. So that was kind of that moment. And I don't know, people's attention spans are like very short nowadays. So like, yeah. Well, I like that. I mean, I felt like there was a whole story there. Like, it's like, there was a scene, you know, uh-huh. kind of made in your head and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, where's this going? Like, what's the, yeah. Did that, you catch the N where it's like going, but going, it didn't say yeah, anything yeah. else? Yeah, and that's what I was waiting for. I was like, wait, where, where, are, we where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> I need to know. Where are we going? Uh, I love it. No, that was really good. So that first song we heard, that was Steadfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next one is called Mean. Yep. And it's you uh, and featuring Jake Rum. Yep. You ain't even notice I've been left out of my right mind Feeling your heart is closing Said you leave it open Why can't I catch a break? Memories come to take over my brain I need time and space Tiling off for the migraine I'm on that Steve Lacey Wish you knew about my mind frame Bad habit, back to the sunshine Always where you are like Fouché Had to move around like Feng Shui Oh, how we changed since before Detour, I didn't wanna see I, I don't need to so good thank you wow oh my god yeah it's it's pain that fuels these lyrics for real oh man that was and that that uh when jay crow came in and i know i've seen him perform live um but that was way different from what i remember that was incredible mm-hmm. like y'all definitely explored something new yeah and that definitely came through yep that was incredible thank you we just recorded that like maybe a week ago so i'm really excited for that one to get out 
Um, I've sent it to a couple friends. He sent it to a couple people. So that's why I was like, not tripping about playing it, but I'm really proud of that one. And like you said, like even with Jay Crumb, like he's already incredibly talented, but he was like, Rhea, you taught me, like you're, you're teaching me. Like this has gotten me out of like my box of what I'm used to. And that's all I want to do. I just want to inspire people and I, I want to be inspired and I just want to keep getting better at what I do. If people want to find what you do have recorded and to check out what's coming up next, where can they find your stuff? Um, pretty much anywhere you can stream music, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. I don't know if that's the same thing, but um, yeah, pretty much anywhere you can stream music, Rhea Gold, R-I-A-G-O-L-D. Um, I am Rhea Gold on Instagram. I don't use Instagram very much. I don't really like social media, um, but I do like TikTok. I'm not going to give you my TikTok, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yep. That's it. What's what song would you like to end on? Um, if I have to say one like right now, it would be I See You by Coco Jones. All right. We're going to go out on I See You by Coco Jones. Thanks for you for hanging out. Thank Appreciate you for it. having me. This was amazing. Somebody less like you I don't know how we end up in the red